welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the dangers and causes of hatred. We've covered multiple causes uh, at the beginning of the series and we've been covering multiple dangers now. And I've got one left I want to share with you today. We're going to cap that off. And then we're going to start moving into some solutions of how we can reverse this. And it is very reversible. Okay, it's All hope is not lost. If you've been caught in a cycle of hatred, uh, constant anger, aggression, upset, offense. And, and believe me, negativity is addictive. It's very addictive. Don't let anybody fool you. Uh, the more we, we allow ourselves to succumb to angry and, anger and offense and hatred, the easier it gets to be in offense, anger, and hatred. And it, it can just take you down this terrible downward spiral and you don't even really know what's happening until it's too late. You start you find yourself in the hospital with a heart attack or a stroke or uh, just massive disorders that you've created internally. Or just psychological disorders that cause you to end every relationship and you don't know why. Um, You may think it's the other person, but maybe it's you. So these are all things that are going to help you assess it. Again, my goal is to help you win, uh, but you can only make that decision if you're educated, right? We don't know what we don't know. So that's what I'm trying to do is just help to disclose some things that maybe you never really thought of or never heard about. So the final one I want to share is that anger actually can shorten your life. And it's kind of obvious since we've just shared so many health issues. But here's a specific study that was done um, in the University of Michigan over a 17-year period on many couples. And they found that uh, the couples that, that you know held in their upset, their, their anger, their hatred, in other words, had that constant ongoing upset and upheaval going on, that disease had a shorter lifespan than those who were able to process it properly and and health in a healthy manner, right? So even if you stuff it down and you pretend like you're nobody knows that you you're filled with anger or hate or malice towards, you know, people or individuals, it's still going to affect you in a very very negative way. If you're not someone who's comfortable showing negative emotions, then get a hold of a therapist, a psychologist, or counselor, or a coach, or someone, and and learn how to be more expressive, how to sort through it properly. Learn how to use the right verbiage, the right way to confront situations that are not toxic to you, or and to others, obviously, right? Uh, learning to express your anger, upset, offense, hatred, in an appropriate way, is is a healthy use of anger. If someone infringes on your rights or they have, and you need to say something, do something about it, there is a way to do it that is healthy and proper, all right? But just lashing out and being angry and stewing on it is never going to, never, it's never going to reach any conclusion other than uh, potentially your life, your relationships, and your future, Okay. 
So I uh, have uh, about halfway through the, the podcast right now. I'm going to go ahead and just switch gears. I'm going to go into some solutions here. So the first one I want to talk about is I think is the most obvious one. It's the one that I love talking about a lot. And that is reframing. Now I realize that's easier said than done. But anger is often a result of misunderstanding. Right? I want to let that sink in a minute. Okay, It's a result of misunderstanding. So you may have misunderstood some uh, perceptions about a person, about an organization, about a people group, and you just came to the automatic conclusion that, that they were all out to get you or out to get your, um, you know, your belief system, your value system, your culture, or people like you, when in fact it may be that you misunderstood or... Perhaps you made assumptions uh, based on somebody else's opinion or somebody else's misunderstanding. Uh, for example, someone who struggles with, you know, hatred or anger might say, well, you know, he, he cut me off on purpose. You know, he, he was out to get me. They're all out to get me. Or she was in my face waving her finger and yelling at me and, and they deserve to be hit. Well, these thoughts fuel a cycle of rage. And if, you know, you continue intentionally and, and um, maliciously believing that, you know, you're the victim and that, that they're the culprit and that they're all out to get you, then you're going to be constantly walking around with your claws out. However, if we can just take a few minutes, and I'm not saying you got to take a whole day yet, it's gonna t- that's going to be a process, an ongoing process of change and shift in mindsets and a desire and an effort and some help to learn how to reframe, to consider others' perspectives and think about it from a completely different angle. All right, so maybe she cut you off because she didn't see you. She totally didn't see you. And if, if she was given the opportunity, she might even apologize to you. Or maybe, you know, uh, she was in your face waving her finger and yelling at you. Because, you know, she, she herself is caught in this cycle of anger and rage and feeling like a victim and thinking that, that you're, you're out to get her. Um, may or may not be true. I don't know. Okay. Every situation is different. But when we start to think about it from a different perception, it can begin to help us calm down and, and, and bring that rage under control. Uh, I've used this example before, too. Um, you know, maybe the clerk at the checkout had a bad day. Maybe she's losing somebody she loves. Maybe her, you know, she can't pay her bills. Maybe something's going on in her family that's very upsetting. And so she was crabby to you in the checkout lane. Okay, so I can decide to just, you know, assume really bad things about her and about everyone like her. Or I can pull back and say, you know what, maybe I just need to say a kind word and walk away knowing that I've done my best to make a difference. She can choose to receive it or not receive it. That's up to her. But I am not going to allow anger and hatred to destroy me or the people around me, including her, okay, being the clerk. So this is where it all begins, and it's a conscious decision. It's a commitment, and it's it's hard to do. But in time, it gets easier and easier and easier as you make it a new habit. Why? Because you're literally rewiring your brain with all different neural networks and you're sending that electric energy into reframing rather than assuming the worst and and kowtowing to all those negative pathways that you've grown your whole life. 
All right, so there's the first one. We're going to come back with more tomorrow. Please join me. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire.